0: Island Church and anyone else looking in and uh, uh, receiving this teaching on sanctification listen let me encourage you these little teachings are very short 10 to 12 minutes and go back. I know that we have them archived on the website. Go back and listen to these over and over and over again. Uh, last night, we talked about the wonderful revival that took place in Ephesus, how God moved by the Holy Ghost so powerfully. Uh, the Bible says uh, special miracles were wrought by the hands of Paul. Uh, they laid hands on napkins and aprons, and people were healed by the power of God that went into those napkins and aprons. And uh, Listen, it was a great Manifestation of the grace of God bringing forth salvation, uh, the endowment of power, but there was a great work of sanctification. All the occult and the sexual immorality and filth that was going on, people were getting out of that stuff, saying, we don't want that no more. We realize how, how destructive that is, how deadly that is, and listen. They made a decision to live a sanctified life there in Ephesus. Some historians say the church at Ephesus grew mightily and powerfully into a church of over 30,000 people, which radically changed that area. Now, in 2 Corinthians... I'm uh, getting get a little deeper into this as we're, we're growing in the things of God and, and listening in our hearts to what the Lord is saying to us on this subject. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm not going to set the stage for this. I just want to kind of pick up the scripture so that we can, we can uh, expound on it here for a moment. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what hath fellowship with righteousness and uh, with unrighteousness, what communion hath light with darkness, and, and and what concord hath Christ with Belial, or Christ with the devil? And what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath hath the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple, now listen to this, you are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them, I will walk in them, I will be with their God, and they shall be my people. That's what God says about you. I'm going to dwell in you. I'm gonna walk in you, I'm gonna be your God, you're gonna be my people. Then he exhorts us further by saying this, wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not, Amplified says, any unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters. Now notice what he says, saith the Lord Almighty. Literally like you end a prophecy, thus saith God. This is God speaking to us as believers on the subject of sanctification and coming out now listen i've got friends that are not born again i've got friends that are not uh, uh that don't serve god the way i do now uh, i don't reject them but i don't connect myself with them in such a way that they influence me i try to be the influence in their life and, and prayerfully i believe that i am when i came back to the lord god did such a work of sanctification in my life it may have been uh, uh, that What I had to go through uh, in order to live the life I live today was the realization of the way that I had been living. I had to segregate, separate, and let the work of sanctification in my heart bring me to a place where I serve God the way I do today. Listen, here at Island Church, we've seen a lot of people come to this church and we've seen a lot of people leave this church. And, And the majority of the people that have left this church have left On the subject of sanctification, you know, every time I mention uh, you know, you shouldn't be listening to rock and roll music. You shouldn't be listening to, you know, music that talks about adultery and sin. About how that can, you know, people get offended at of that and they'll leave the church over that. Uh, when I talk about you shouldn't live together in sin, you should get married. You should enter into the holy covenant of God and live. Listen, if you're sitting in the pew and you don't receive that correctly as an instruction from the word of God, you think that's someone's personal opinion, then I guarantee you're going to get mad and leave the church. I've made made, uh, comments on homosexuality. Listen, we love people that practice sin, but we don't love their sin. Their sin is destroying them, and not only is it destroying them, it will destroy you if you're a Christian continuing to practice sin. Now, you've got to understand, God is the one that said, come out from among you, among them, and be ye separate. Uh, it, it really bothers me uh, to be around people, and I've been around ministers that are like that, uh, that, that i thought, this, these people aren't any different from worldly people. Uh, these people, the way they talk about people, the way they use language. Listen, the first thing that I did when I got right with God is I quit cussing. I quit using bad language. I was not raised in a home where bad language was spoken. I was not raised in a church where uh, we were cussed. Actually, just the opposite. I was raised in a church where they would not even allow us to say words that insinuated cursing, like gee whiz or golly, because basically they come from words in which people use to curse God with. So we were raised in that type of sanctification, and people get all upset, you know, that's just legalism, that's just this or that. Listen, it was never taught to us from the standpoint of legalism, it was taught to us from the standpoint of it being an attitude of your heart, of not wanting to talk like the world, look like the world, listen to the world's music, dance to the world's song, drink the world's alcohol, take the world's drugs, do all that the world does, where we're just Christians, we believe we're born again, Child, children of God, but we look like the world. Now, listen to me. There is a strong force of iniquity in the world today. And you know, the, all the things that we're going through, people think that, you know, here's a little virus that's going on, and oh, our government is so good doing everything to protect us. Listen, don't fall. For the narrative of the hour when it comes to what's going on in the world, you need to sanctify yourself and stay in the Word of God and understand and realize there is so much more going on to what you're seeing on the news and hearing in the, uh, seeing in the newspapers, hearing on the news. Listen, there is a paradigm shift in the entire, in the entire world that is bringing the world to a place in which one dispensation is going to fold up and close and another is going to start. In the midst of it, we're seeing a system. It's always been here. People would say, "Well, Pastor, you don't think there's there there's wicked people in government?" Listen, there are people that are satanist. There are people that are. This is just not my opinion. This is easy to prove. There are people that practice the occult. There are people that are wicked. They're godless. Listen, this is the world system. This is the devil's system. It is not designed to bless the church. It's not designed to help the church. So the church must pull further and further and further away from that system, be sanctified so people can see that's darkness, that's light, that's righteousness, that's That's, unrighteousness, that's God, that's the devil. People need to be able to make a clear choice. And I'm going to tell you how they make a clear choice. They do it by the sanctification in our lives. Listen, nobody knows that things are wrong unless God reveals it in His Word. This is an amazing phenomenon, a reality that nobody's going to tell you. Did you know the laws of our nation and the laws of our world, they all come from the Bible. The Ten Commandments are the basis for the laws of most of the world. You've got to understand that God is the one that has set the standard for law and righteousness. Not the world. The world hasn't done it. That's why the world has broken it down, compromised it in every way that they can. We've got everything from from legalized drugs to, you know, one of the the most uh, detrimental, harmful legalized drugs is alcohol. Now they've legalized uh, marijuana, uh, you know, there's pornography, you can get pornography on your, on your cell phone. There's, there's any type of sin you want to practice. It is literally at your fingertips to practice right now. You've got to make a decision. There's a greater power in me. Sure, the force of iniquity is strong, but the force of righteousness is stronger. Remember this. Light is greater than darkness. Righteousness is greater than iniquity. Sanctification is so powerful, it can not only deliver you from the desire of that, it can put brand new desires in you where you want nothing to do with that. And when you begin to live a lifestyle like that, it's amazing how your faith operates, your prayer life comes to another level, you see things in the Word of God that just bless your life. Not only that, you become a blessing to people. There are people watching us right now, very closely, we are under a microscope. Several, many churches in Galveston has not, have not opened yet. Even some of them that would uh, profess to believe somewhat, somewhat like we do. Uh, uh, there are many people wondering, uh, who are those people? Why are they doing it? Why are their cars parked around there like that on Sunday morning, on Wednesday night, on Saturday night? What are those people doing? What we are doing, we're serving our God. We're living a sanctified life. We're believing God to navigate this this crazy days that we're living in. And not only that, we're believing God to be a witness and that the power of God will be a supernatural witness in us. And when people receive the grace and the mercy of that into their own lives, they will see we're a sanctified people. We've come out from among them. We're set apart. Listen, we're not against people. People are our purpose. But we must show them there's a better life. Listen, we live the better life. Better than any, here's a multi-billionaire that doesn't know Jesus, that's full of sin. And a, you live a better life. You have a better life. You have a greater hope. And I guarantee you, if you'll live in it, God will bless you. And God will literally cause your light to shine brighter so that people will see It's worth it to be born again. It's worth it to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, especially in these last days. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Remember, we have prayer Saturday nights from 6 to 7. Don't forget our services on Sunday. This Sunday, it'll be at 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 7 o'clock at night. We're having a special healing and communion service. We figured out how to do it without being intimidating for anybody. You'll be safe. You'll be protected. But you will receive that which you are believing God for if you'll come to these services. God bless you. We'll see you on the weekend. We love you. The glory, give you the